What are the two things that drive the market? Fear and greed, right? So now it's not greed, it's fear. And it's like, okay, just take a deep breath. And remember, we have a plan in place so that that way you don't have to make decisions based on emotion. Because that's when you typically make the wrong one. a regular gym routine. When was the last time you checked on your financial fitness? If you're feeling like you're falling behind, Ed Sedell is here to help with The Retirement Trainer, a podcast about helping you get into better financial shape. Every week, Ed talks about things you need to know to become more financially fit for your future. Learn about things like how much money will you need, financial mistakes other people often make, and how you can avoid them. Plus, details on the Retirement Fitness Plan, a plan Ed personally created to help you get to and through retirement by focusing on five key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the Retirement Fitness Plan when you visit egsifinancial.com and click on Processes. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to The Retirement Trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. It's The Retirement Trainer with Ed Sedell, a podcast about finding ways to help you become financially fit for your future, no matter what financial shape you're in now. Have you heard the term stagflation? I have. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It was used in the 1970s to describe a combination of economic stagnation and inflation, which happens during a time when energy prices are very high. We're seeing a similar situation today, and the term stagflation is popping up more and more. Inflation can have a significant effect on retirees, and we're continuing to see high inflation. You've likely noticed it when you're buying gas, among many other things. At the same time, we're seeing the stock market go up and down like a roller coaster. Cedar Um, Point. Yeah, I know. Not fun. And it's basically tied to what's going on with Ukraine. This is Leanne Sedell, and here to help us with all of our questions and to give us some guidance to stay in the best financial shape possible, the retirement trainer, Ed Sedell. Hi, Ed. Hey, Leanne. Crazy, crazy yeah. day, right? Well, um, I, and, and I thought COVID was going to be the last global disaster. <laughs> I know. Well, again. Uh, surprise. Life happens. Well. Right? Yeah. You know. Uh, nothing that we can actually chuckle about. But now you've got the, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And it's turning out to be having some serious effects, not just over humanitarian issues, but the economic consequences are huge. It is. And and people are scared. I mean, you know, it's the chicken little, the sky is falling. And my gosh, just watching the news, I mean, it is, I mean, we have to watch it all day, every day. We've got multiple channels going on. And, you know, and every time people ask me, you know, we have the volume turned down a lot just because people have to remember, you know, when they're listening to the news, if it bleeds, it leads. The more sensationalist it is the more airtime it's going to have. And so they're, they're putting the, the most depressing stuff on there. I'm not saying that it's not true, but, you know, here again, there's a lot of things on the news that we just don't know. We don't know what the facts are. And, yeah. and they're actually saying that, right, you know, with what's going on in Ukraine. But, you know, this, this stagflation, I like the 
I like a, a, a different term, you know, shrinkflation. <laughs> wow. I mean, think about that, right? I mean, toilet paper, have you noticed at Costco? Yeah, right, the, the sizes. The sizes yeah. have gone down and the prices have kind of stayed the same, maybe gone up a little bit. Yeah, I don't Cereal know that people boxes. are necessarily like even looking at the tuna fish. You know, you used to get this big yeah. can of tuna fish that was now the inches like or maybe the two inches is now like a little bit better than an inch. Um, those are the types of changes we're seeing just so that it's not so like just obvious at the price increase. And, you know, and we're, we're seeing it at the gas pumps right now. Um, I, you know, I think the national average is over $4 and 30 cents a gallon. So, you, yeah. you know, we went down on a, you know, with my oldest son, Jay, on a hunting trip down to Georgia yeah, and we got gas for was it what I say it was two eighty nine. I was like going to say you, you we when before you went you could see where you could you, get you it could, that right, cheap. and so yeah. we we targeted to get that in yeah. Georgia because we went down to South Georgia, and then on the way back it was four dollars. We're only talking a couple days. It, well, it it was crazy, and and that's when I took that picture. You know, of, oh, hey, look at this gas price. Well, and, and that's what our kids, you know, were having dinner last night. And all the kids are getting pictures of their friends going out to get gas. And all of them are literally, like, panicked because these 16-year-old boys are having bills that are $71 because these these cars are old cars. And and that's how much it costs to fill their tank. Yeah. And, and you know, so gas hit over $130 a barrel or oil hit over $130 a barrel. And, uh, you know, so now I think it's right around 90. So it's dropped about $40, but gas really hasn't. The administration um, is blaming, you know, the, the Russia and Vladimir Putin and the war with Ukraine. But, you know, we have to remember that gas was going up as because it had a, a lot to do with the policies that, that were enacted or eliminated. Well, right? in a, in due a to it, the environmental changes that are yeah. attempting to and, be made. Yeah. And so the, you know, we have the inflation. I say it all the time to be very, you know, elementary with regards to the definition of inflation. It's when you have, you know, way too many dollars chasing way too few goods. Okay, so you've got the supply chain issues. Seems like we continue to talk about this over and over again. But, you know, you've got more things going on now because with war, the war on uh, with Russia and Ukraine over in Europe. I mean, this is the biggest war since World War II over in Europe. So that's a big deal. We finally because there for a while we were actually funding the war. We were buying oil from Russia. Now it was only 750 million barrels or a month or something like that. Which is like it was. 8% or some, some kind so of... It wasn't a lot, yeah. but it was still the principle of it. So we finally stopped doing that. You know, we, we banned, you know, all imports. You know, you've got a lot of companies saying we're no longer going to do business. We actually have friends whose companies are over there doing... Or were and they've stopped. So when we look at the the overall impact of what's going on, everyone says, okay, how is this affecting the markets and is it? Well, the reality is it is. I mean, how many calls have we gotten over the last week or two? Oh my gosh, you know, should we just go out and buy a bunch of gold? <laughs> yeah. R- right? And, yeah. you know, and, and it's not that I'm not a gold bug, uh, but, you know, when we're talking about inflation... I don't think we're extreme on any. No, I mean, it's it's a hedge, right? Yeah. It's just like, you know, I, I, I got a phone call today from, from one of our clients, a doctor, um, and he said, hey, you know, with the, the dollar disappearing and going to hold no value, I was like, well, wait a minute. You know, the sky isn't falling. You know, the, these are, remember, if you have a plan, you know, which we do, and we're going through, you know, the safety income and growth and putting all the stuff together, 
you know, we're hedging back and forth across, you know, things that are correlated and non-correlated with the market. But that honestly is why things are so not able, they're not even fitting within the limits that used to exist. And why is that? Because the media is controlling so much of it is. The, uh, of this. Yeah. Gloom and doom. Yeah. Fear. I mean, it's fear mongering yeah. is yeah. really what it is. Yeah. And, you know, what was reported to be non-correlated, right? Things that don't relate to the market swings, like cryptocurrency, because we've been talking about that, you know, uh, several times this year. That was supposed to be a non-correlated asset, which meant, you know, if the market went down, it would go up, kind of like with, with gold and silver. But it has become a risk asset class, which means it is it, now it's correlated with the market. When the market goes down, it goes down. When the market goes up, it goes up. And what was very unique yesterday, and again last week, twice, you know, in the in the last 10 days, everything was correlated, even gold and silver. So gold hit an all-time high, and that's when everyone really started, oh my gosh, I got to get I gotta get in, I got to get in. So now it's the fear of losing out, okay? And what's that? What, what are the two things that drive the market? Fear and greed, right? Yeah. So now it's not greed, it's it's fear. And it's like, okay, just take a deep breath. And remember, you know, we have a plan in place so that that way you don't have to make decisions based on emotion because that's when you typically make the wrong one. Yeah. Yep. And gold and silver, precious metals. Is it smart? Absolutely. Should it be part of your portfolio? Yes. But how much? You know, everyone's situation is different. But I mean, it's a tiny part because it's really just a hedge. You know, I use the example all the time. You know, we're talking about safety, income, and growth, and safety is all about you know emergency funds, right? And cash on hand. We talk about my my mom and dad growing up. You know, after they retired, you know, they're down in Florida, you know, on on the coast, and they've never had a direct hit from a hurricane, but they've been sideswiped a couple times. So you know, they've lost power for you know a couple days. But the big thing was, you know, recently over the last twenty years, it's the the loss of credit cards and, and bank cards. You know, my parents have always had cash on hand and they were the only ones in the neighborhood who had cash. And so they were buying groceries and gas for people in the neighborhood. Now, this isn't like an Armageddon. Oh, my gosh, everyone, you know, do a run on the bank and pull money out. That's not what I'm saying. You should always have a little bit of cash on hand in a fireproof safe, because when you have, you know, natural disasters that happens, you know, just to, to make sure. And then, you know, couple that with what happened with the uh, malware you know, down south last year and, you know, gas stations and credit cards and all these different things. So you always, again, it's a hedge. How much should you have on hand? Just enough, you know, for for a couple of weeks just to make sure. And again, everyone's situation is different, but just to make sure that if if a natural disaster hits and you, you can't get access to your bank, you know, you, you have money on hand. Yeah. Yep. It is. It's the planning component that we spend so much time talking about, but it just doesn't relate to the actual finance of of all the details. It's everything. Our lives, in essence, when it comes right down to it, planning for the unexpected uh, puts you at peace. You already planned for it. And and even though you planned for it, right, you're still going to have bumps in the road and, and, hey, are we doing this? Are we good? Are you all right? I mean, you know, we've done more annual reviews that are really not annual reviews, you know, in the last, this year. Oh my God. Just so that people know, hey, you're still on the right path, you know, and your safety, income growth, hey, you're you're following everything. And and I get it because, you know, gas, it's over $4 a gallon. And that, you know, when when people are now retired and, and actually, you know, even young families, I mean, that's a huge impact to your wallet. 
Uh, you know, it's it's uh, over $2 higher than where it was a year ago. And I think everybody, we get to the point where you're also saving for things, whether it be college education or things that are coming up or retirement. And suddenly that ability to save the amount that you were saving that money's being eaten up by groceries and gas. Right? I mean, just yeah. the, the, the cost of, of meat and chicken and uh, I mean, anything at the grocery store. I mean, we're seeing it with our boys having to feed those bottomless pits, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and everything. So, you know, they're talking about transitory. All right. So, and they finally said inflation is not transitory. So what does transitory mean to break it down into everyday English? That means it's it's transitional, okay? It's it's just here for a little while and it's going to go away, just disappear miraculously. And yeah, that's not happening, okay? So, you know, we, we've got to have some good policy changes and get rid of some things to, to get rid of inflation. And one of those is actually happening tomorrow. So today is March 15th. I don't know when this... This podcast is going to be released, but, you know, the feds are expected to, to raise rates tomorrow, um, and I think they will. Uh, I don't have a crystal ball, but I I would be shocked if it's more than, you know, 25 basis points or a quarter percent. Yeah. I think originally they had talked about, you know, a half a percent to three quarters. Um, they said originally they were going to raise it three to four times, and now it's six to seven times this year, which is basically from now till the end. It's about, um, you know, every six or eight weeks is when they have a Fed meeting. So I think there's only seven more meetings, including tomorrow, left. And so that means they're going to raise rates each and every meeting. And that came out from, I think, Goldman Sachs and Fidelity, Merrill Lynch. I think they were all estimating this year, you know, it's going to be anywhere from one and a half to, to 2% is going to be the increase in interest rates, which is also going to have a huge impact on everything that we're doing in everyday life. And so that's why having a plan is so important. Yep. Yep. What about the timing of the market? What does it you can't. mean? You, you can't. So, <laughs> my, so MPT, MPT stats, Modern Portfolio Theory, it won the Nobel Prize in Economics, you know, Sharp and Markowitz, Okay. They're mathematical geniuses, right? And everything is about the math. Um, and what they discovered was during the study is less than 2% of your rate of return is based on timing the market. So what does that mean? You can't do it, it right? But that's why you have to have a plan. You got to take all the emotion out of the decision-making process. And the only way to do that is to have a plan. And the reason is you want to know that you're making a decision based on good, solid fundamentals, right? If you're managing your own, you know, how are you doing that? What's it based on? Is it based on the fundamentals? Is it based on the technicals? You know, what kind of math are you using? You know, so for us, we we use math. I mean, that's really what it's all about. Do we get it right all the time? Well, no, because it's in the market. It's just, and no one has a crystal ball. Uh, you know, we, <laughs> was it last week we we're listening to, I don't even know, I won't even say, but we we're listening to a couple pundits on the news and they said, oh yeah, you know, go ahead. If whatever cash you have sitting on the sidelines, go ahead and put it all in now. Now's the best time. I mean, how do you know? No one knows. Yeah, but they all know the power of the media. And so if they're sitting there. That's exactly what you said. Yeah. If they know that they control that power, then they're going to get something out of that. They've got a, you know, sensationalism, right? Oh, well, so-and-so said, you know, but look, everyone's situation is different. 
our wants and needs, you know, for us and our family are different than, you know, our best friends, our neighbors next door and the families that, that we work with and help. You know, that's not a good or a bad thing. It's just we're all different. And that's the point. You can't time the market. But what you can do is is have a plan. Going back to safety, income, and growth, I'm just I'm a broken record. It works, right? We know that it works through the housing bubble, through COVID. I mean, it it just works. And what it does is it gives you the the ability to have flexibility. Retirement is all about cash flow. That's what it is. Okay, and if you don't have the cash flow. In retirement, that means you don't have the confidence in your finances and being able to enjoy retirement. So now you're going to be what? Stressed. You're going to freak out. And and that's what a lot of people are doing in the country right now. And even those that aren't retired. So making sure that you understand, hey, how much money do I have set aside for emergencies? You know, I am a big believer. I always say six to 12 months, but we always push it to, to 12 months because we've seen what happened, you know, after the tech bubble, 9-11, the housing bubble, COVID-19. You know, and and what's happening right now. Yep. You know, so, and, and having a little bit, of, and the part of that is the cash on hand. The growth, you know, that's everything. And the stock market, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, you know, those things that are volatile that can go up and down. But the income is the conservative bucket. You know, you need to have enough in there, whether it's, you know, through a part-time job, your social security, your pensions, which are really just annuities, dividend income, rental income, all these other aspects and conservative stuff, right? So that no matter what's going on on the growth side in the market, all the ups and downs, the roller coaster ride that we've seen mm-hmm. from one day to the next, are you going to like it? No. But is it going to affect your ability to, to live? No, because you've got a plan in place. Right. Yep. And, and doing that cash flow analysis, knowing where it's coming from, you know, if taxes go up, how is that going to affect? Yeah, well, we have a plan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's, again, it's tax season. Right? Yeah. And so yeah. so now it, it, because that is the single largest expense that that most people have. Yeah. I mean, you know, when, when you're paying, we're just, you know, doing a plan where the expense tax expense, you know, for a family that we're helping is over a quarter million dollars. I mean, yeah. that, that's a big expense. That's the single biggest expense that they have. And that's more, that amount's not common, but that's more common than, you know, most people think. Yeah, that's right. But again, we harp, 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 and we're going to go right back to saying, why don't you reach out and get a complimentary, no cost, no obligation, because <laughs> I get all jumbled, 15-minute consultation with Ed to get all your questions answered and make sure that you're in the best financial shape possible when you retire. So you can do that by either giving us a call at the office at 614-526-4118. You can go onto our website at egsifinancial.com, or you can send us an email at info at egsifinancial.com. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Leanne. tested your fitness level, not your workout routine. I'm talking about your financial endurance because if saving to a 401k is the extent of your effort, it is time for you to start shaping up. And Ed Sedell is here to help you do that with the Retirement Trainer. It's his podcast to help you examine your financial stamina and learn the questions you should be asking and areas to focus on to help you get to that place you've been working so hard for, a happy, comfortable retirement. And it's not as hard as some might have made you believe. Ed's broken it down into five 
five simple steps. It's the retirement fitness plan, which he personally created to help clarify key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the retirement fitness plan at egsifinancial.com. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to the retirement trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. Investment advisory services offered through EGSI Investment Management, DBA EGSI Financial Group, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through EGSI Financial Services, Inc., Ohio license number 1020619. 